Hi, I'm Sonia. I'm Sapna. And this is Loudmouth Lurkies. This week on Loudmouth Ledkeys, we will be talking about mental health in college and specifically some of the obstacles that college has in the way of maintaining our mental health and also just why is this an important issue for us? Yeah, so I guess we'll start off with kind of where we both are in terms of college. Um, We're both college students, if you didn't already know. Um, I am a second year at UCLA. I'm a third year at Drexel University in Philadelphia. So we both have a lot of experience with college at this point, and (laughs) specifically being in college and sometimes sacrificing our mental and physical health for school and for extracurriculars and for finding that perfect balance in between. So mental health is not usually a priority for students in that it's not the first thing that comes to mind when you think about going to college. And that makes sense. You know, you're on a grind, you're trying to graduate, you're trying to secure internships and jobs, you're trying to live a life or get to a life where you can be financially stable at some point. And then I think on top of it, there's always that pressure of college is the time where you're at your social peak and you're going to be having a lot of friends and you have to uh, carve out time for like social aspects, hopefully trying to get sleep. And there's just so much to do and not enough time time to to do it. And just even time to be by yourself and have that alone time. Oh, yeah. And so I think a big proponent of all of this or a big, like, cause of, you know, all of this is really grind culture. Yeah. So for those who maybe haven't heard of grind culture, what would you say it is? I guess it's just this drive to always be on top of your shit. I think on top, like, uh, along with that, it's this unhealthy just strive for gotta work. I gotta be on top of this. I gotta, on top of it, make it look like I'm on top of my stuff, you know, and and everyone else should know how hard I'm working because everyone wants to be the person who's working the hardest. Oh my gosh, yes. The competition among students, it's like, how do you, how do you, define grind culture in terms of that you know what's so interesting that I always think about how in elementary school and middle school it's like who was trying the least you know who who was the rebel who didn't care about school you know that person was the coolest and now in our like very work obsessed uh success driven capitalistic society it's like who is grinding the most who is working uh, the longest hours, who is waking up the earliest and sleeping Who the has latest. the best internship? Yep. Like, who has... Oh, my gosh. Okay, so it's this whole thing. I don't know if you've experienced this, but when I was at school my freshman year, I lived in an all-engineering dorm, or at least my floor was all-engineering students, and I was not an engineering student. So it was a big thing. I would... Um, I like doing my homework during the day, and I like like getting everything done before night because I had dance practice. I did Bhangra. I had other things to do. I really valued my sleep. So ma- I made sure I got all of it done during the day. And so in the evening when I was done, I'd come out of my dorm room and I'd go into the common area. And all my friends were sitting there 
and they're doing work and they're like, hey, like, do you want to do your work with us? And I was like, no, I'm done. I was going to ask if you guys wanted to go get dinner. And the amount of times I got this look, this just purely dirty look, they're like, what do you mean you're done with your homework? And I'm like, I mean, I finished it. And they're like, oh, that's because psychology is not a real major. Oh, gosh. And it's like this whole thing of like, who is grinding harder and who is going through the worst time? Yeah. No, it's this weird, like... Who, who has it worse? You know, it's this, everyone's going to one-up each other until someone's, like, already at this unhealthy level of working hard. I always – the funniest thing to me is uh, people always, like, glorify all-nighters and glorify when they're up studying, like, the whole time. There's nothing worse than you going to a test and someone being like, man, yeah, I was up all night studying. I've studied, like, more than 30 hours for this test. And you're like, "Uh uh-oh, I got eight hours of sleep last night. I didn't study that hard, though. And I will say, like, I am definitely not one of those people who has ever done, like, has ever grinded like that. I've just been surrounded by a lot of people who do that. Um, And I think it's because I learned very, very early in my high school career how well I could function if I you know like I I genuinely cannot function regardless of if it's an academic state or just a purely like Sonya is not a zombie (laughs) state yeah of like if I'm not on at least seven to eight hours of sleep yeah no how how much would you say you get on average uh of sleep a night and and how about your peers I get at least eight hours a night every single night every single night I get at least eight hours of sleep. Um, yeah, and I can definitely say my peers do not. Yeah. No, I am I would say I sleep, like, a relatively good amount. I get six to eight hours on average, which okay. is, like, pretty good. Comparatively. Uh, comparatively, yeah. Comparatively. I, I think at UCLA, it's, it's really interesting because I'm still in the dorms. You're in... I'm in the apartment Yeah. Now. So I'm in the dorms, so my, like, I study in my lounge, my common lounge, where a lot of other students study as well, and I am a like a huge early bird uh my most productive time is probably like four to five a.m or like four to six a.m so I wake up early I sleep early and I remember one morning I should say I was gonna say one night but it's one morning I woke up at four went to the lounge at 4 30 and there was a dude who was just in there and he was just working and I had the feeling that he had stayed up all night and he was like just doing an all-nighter he's working on something he was coding something um and like we were just working in silence uh and at 6 a.m he was like well good night and at that point I was like oh shoot he really had been up all night working and like it was 6 a.m yeah no that's crazy we hope you're enjoying this week's episode of loudmouth lefties we wanted to take a second to talk to you about one of our amazing sponsors the cutthroat box a seasonal subscription box filled with all kind of products handpicked especially for south asian american women they ensure that their subscribers are getting ethnically made and environmentally friendly goods that are curated to uplift the South Asian American woman while honoring South Asian traditions. And to top it off, they only work with women-owned and minority-owned companies. We're so excited to partner with the Katra Box this season, and we hope you'll check them out. But basically, the point that we're getting at is that college is a whirlwind, and students have to deal with a lot from managing classes, you know, as you go from quarter to quarter or semester to semester, your classes get harder. 
um, managing extracurriculars. Yep, you get more leadership positions as time goes on. You want to dedicate more of your time into the things that you love. Applying for internships, trying to get real world experience. Living life. People go through things and you want to be there for them. And you are also going through your yeah, own thing. You don't have your parents to give you food or, or to like help you if you're struggling. And, and then also managing your physical health because you do realize that college is a time where either people, and you'll notice this, um, that the people around you are either getting into the best shape of their lives or have been at the lowest point of the shape of their lives. Yeah. And I, you know, you hear of the freshman 15, 15. And, and the sophomore negative 10 or whatever they say. There's just all sorts of, because college is such an unhealthy time too. Because you think about not only is your sleeping schedule terrible, but people are not eating the best and are like just not making the best decisions. It's just a lot of things all at once and being thrown into being an adult while you're still learning how to even get to that point. And you don't have your family. It's just such a crazy, like indescribable time. And and you know, no one has the answer. Like we were going to tell you some solutions we have and that have worked for us, but you know, we don't have the answers either. Burnout is very, very real. And I think that's an important thing to take into account when it comes to how you're evaluating your health while you're in college. Um, And so for both of us, something that we've seen as a little solution, at least just in our cases, is having an outlet that is strictly for us. It's not academic. It's not professional. It's just something that we love and that keeps us going. Oh, definitely. I think, Sapna, if you want to share your insights on that. So I'm in an acapella group uh, and it's really, really fun. One of the things that I look forward to uh, twice a week and, and it's the thing that is strictly just for me and I, I hope to do it till the end of college because I don't have to worry about that and it, it's not like all it's not all about attaining goals and there's not always something to stress out about yeah no I think that's important to find a place where you're not stressing and I think the thing I really try to tell myself and a lot of my friends around me is that like you need to find time to breathe and that's super super important and we overlook it so easily but when you have 50 different things going on it is so easy to not have a second to breathe because we're in this like consistent cycle of like what's next, what's next, what's next, and what do I have to worry about? And in college, you're hyper aware of how everyone else feels the same, and everyone else is also trying to attain that next goal, trying to secure that next job or internship. And it's just such a weird time and a weird place and a weird community and energy in the air. And it's important to have that time for yourself because college is both weirdly the most surrounded you'll be and the most alone you'll be. At the same time, though, I think I've been very grateful for the community that I've had at my school and I know a lot of other schools do the same that there's just a lot of resources for people to seek help uh whether that's like mental health uh like specifically geared towards mental health uh and therapy or there's just a lot of like self-care workshops and like therapy dogs come around uh, during finals time and there are a lot of like Let's paint and uh, like paint and listen to soothing music. De-stress. Stress. De-stress. Yeah. 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 Speaking of that, I actually started mental health workshops on Drexel's campus. I've been hosting them for about a year now. And I realized that a lot of students of color, actually research shows that students of color are less likely to seek professional help than their white counterparts and their white peers. And 
this is also one is because of the stigma of course but two also because of the alarming disparity in diversity at counseling centers so one of the things I wanted to really focus on was creating mental health workshops that were specific to students of color and so um, the idea was really to create take groups that already existed say like um, I did one with the it's called SACE I forget what the acronym stands for but they were Asian engineers, um, they're all engineering students, and they all came from Asian backgrounds. And that was already a created group. Like, it's already a close-knit group of people that all identify as, you know, with each other. And the idea was then to take these groups where people already feel comfortable and to then have conversations about mental health within these safe spaces. And so one of the most important things that I realized was, you know, you have to really again, create space and time for yourself, but also allow yourself to connect to those around you and to feel comfortable enough to reach out to those around you. We're all going through a tough time. We're all in college. It's a rough time and space to be in, but it's also a time and space where you can grow a lot and get a lot out of it. And the only way to do that is really to rely on the people around you and also to rely and utilize the resources that do exist. A lot of times we think that, um, you know, college is like, our school really isn't there for us. But realistically, like, you're paying to go there. (laughs) And make the most of the money that you're spending because yeah. those resources, they do exist for you. The campus exists for you. And I think it's our job as college students to really take seek advantage out. of that. Yeah, seek out those resources and make them available to you. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Loudmouth Life Beats. You can catch us next week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. A huge shout out to CHK Designs, DJ Nupia, and The Gutter Box. Rate and subscribe to our podcast, follow us on social media at loudmouthnerdgoose, and shoot us an email. We'd love to hear your thoughts, and we'll see you next week.